98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. We are talking about the greatest Christmas present. If you think back over your life, there's probably one Christmas present that stands out that means more Hmm. than any other Christmas present you got. Oh, gosh. It was 1986. I remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My brother and I came running into the living room. We had a giant tree. And right out in the middle were these two huge power wheels. But they were like... They were bigger than Power Wheels. They were like the step up. So Bubba got a dump truck that had like the, it had a lever that you could pull and it would actually dump the bucket of the truck. And then I had this little, it was like an eight wheeler thing that had a joystick in the middle and it would go in all directions. I don't know where my dad found these things. Had to have come out of the Hamler, Schlammler, whatever. Hamler, Yeah. I know. I just got one of those. That catalog, they're so cool. Had to have come out of that because I've never seen one like that before, ever since. So what you're saying is, is that you grew up a trillionaire. I know. What's it like to be in the Wilson house? It must crazy. have been nice for a little while. We were living high and mighty for a while, and then my dad got sick, and that was gone. <laughs> but you'll always have that memory. But we'll always have that Love memory. That. It was the greatest and Christmas. That's what I'm talking about. It's like that one gift that just there's some emotional connection. And we had never asked for anything like that either. It was like a total and complete surprise. Love it. 404-741-0985. What was your number one Christmas gift of all time? It's Mick and Noonan. Awesome. When I was 12 years old, I got the uh, like the old school stereos, the Sony one that was in like a wood grain case. Wow. And the CD changer and all that. Yeah. That was particle board. That's not wood grain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Maybe that would be why it finally rotted out on me. <laughs> you had to have had a giant truck for this thing because there's no way you're putting it in the back of a Honda. <laughs> I did. I had an old Chevrolet, man. It rode everywhere I went. Every time I moved, dorm rooms, apartments, when we got married, I mean, it, it traveled wow. for years. Nick, you were the man. You had a big giant truck and a massive stereo system. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, Hello, ladies. <laughs> yeah, right? You had your pick. You had your pick. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Greatest Christmas present, 404-741-0985. We're talking about the greatest Christmas presents ever. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be a big thing. Like, Drex, you were talking about, you know, they have these commercials where they show people giving cars away. I mean, does that does like, that ever happen? Is that really ever happen real to anybody? No. You walk out and you get a car, and not, you know, not you don't get a car note. Like, hey, I, I went to the dealership and I made the down payment. No, no, no. Like fully got in a fully car with bought no, the car. Never happened. That's the only way I'd accept it. Be like, you didn't let me choose any of the options. <laughs> right. Like, what is this? And it's puke green. What's wrong I with you? I don't want that. Melissa and coming greatest Christmas present ever. My best Christmas present ever was there are four of us. There are four of us kids. One Christmas, we came down and we had stockings, and then my father had built a box snowman. And we had to start at the top, and at the top, there were memory cards and weird stuff we didn't understand what was going on and by the time we got all the way to the bottom we had opened probably 50 boxes Whoa. it was ridiculous what? my father had way too much fun um <laughs> and there was a lot of tape involved so it's really hard to open everything um we all got an n64 with four controllers that were all different colors one for each of us and we didn't really get any other presents that year but we never really had much we never really got like great presents but that was the best year we've we still play with that thing. It was ridiculous. It's awesome. <laughs> I just love that because your dad took the time to take one yeah. Christmas present and make it for all of you. And it was something that you could use together. And he like 
was like, they don't have much to open, but then he turned that one item into sure. 50 into a lot, yeah. boxes. That's cool. My greatest Christmas present ever, and it does have a serious emotional mm-hmm. connection to me, it, because I know, uh, you know, I knew later in life what my parents had to do to be able to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Because we grew up, we didn't have money when I was growing up, and I just wanted a Sony Discman CD player. Yeah. It was when they were new. They were 300 something dollars. And I had never asked for anything because I was aware that, you know, it just wasn't. cost, yeah. I was like, I don't know, 11 years old, asked for this, and I got that thing. And I'm just like, so, oh, the fact that my mom, I mean, probably had to take out a second mortgage on the Mm -hmm. house to be able to get that. Did you cry when you opened it up? I didn't cry. I was so excited. And, um, and it was broken within like literally three months. <laughs> oh no! I brought it to Sears. They had it for another six months, and when I got it back, they said it was fixed. I had bought all these CDs. Yeah, it was still broken. Oh so that no! That thing never. Oh, it, was, it was really the worst thing ever, but it was <laughs> the best thing ever. <laughs> Tab and Jasper. As a child, I had a pretty crappy childhood and was dropped off with my grandmother, who didn't really have a lot. So. For my 14th birthday, she gave me a gold crucifix that I wear to this day, and I will be 53 years old in 10 days. Aww. Aww. Happy birthday. That is so sweet. Thank you. Don't lose that thing now. Oh, I've lost it more than once, but I found it again. Yeah, Aww. because it, you know why? Because it's a crucifix. <laughs> I, I lost an iPad at JFK Airport. It was opened up to a Bible app, right? So I was reading the Bible, oh, and wow. I lose this at JFK. You know that thing found its way back of to course, me. Of course, of course. I mean, I left the country, oh. came back, and they're like, oh, we have that for you, right? Who's going to steal an iPad with a Bible open? <laughs> <laughs> so Drex and Kara are going to go against each other for Beat Shazam. This is like Name That Tune, okay. five seconds to name songs. We always have a category. Number one song of 2021, Levitating. By Dua Lipa? Yeah. So we're going to take it back here five years at a time and see if you can name the number one song, for example, of 2016, Kara. All the times that you rain on my parade. Uh, Justin Bieber, Love Yourself? Is the correct answer. Because if you like the way you look that much oh baby you should go and love yourself all right five years previous to that going back directs to 2011 oh, number wow. one song of 2011 I believe that's the sweet vocals of Adele. And is that song called Rolling in the Deep? It is. Ten years old. Oh, my God. All right, let's take it back to 2006. This song is 15 years old, Kara. That's Daniel Powder. Bad day is correct. Because you had a bad day, you take me one down. You sing a sad song just to turn it around. This is gonna blow your mind. This next song is from 20 years ago. I think after this, it's going to start falling off the rails a little bit. Uh, is, is that Lifehouse hanging by a moment? It is. 20 wow. years ago? Wow. What is wrong? Somebody 
And this next song is, are we done here? No. Did I skip a year? Yeah. You're in 2001, so now you should be at so 96. I'm in 1996 right oh, now. Oh, yeah. golly. Back to Kara for the final round, right? Yeah. Okay. It's the Macarena. This one gets me every time. Uh, Los Rios? Los Lobos? Los. Oh, what am know. I going to do here? You I can't. don't know. What... She's missing a whole word. Los Del Rio. Oh, Hi. All right. Final song, Drex, <laughs> yes. 1991. Oh. So Whoa. that means that this song is 30 Whoa, we wah wah. I can see Kevin Costner like, <laughs> riding through the woods. Is that Brian Adams, everything you do, parenthetical, I do for you? I mean, everything I do, I do it for you. I'm going to yeah. give that to you. Even though you were off by one word. I was off by one word, and I didn't get it. But it was Spanish, so. Rude. Let's do this. Throw caution to the wind. It's the holidays. It's a tie, everybody. What? Take it easy. Oh. So we need to have peace in the studio the rest of the week. <laughs> You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. We're going to bring Paul on. Uh, Paul, you asked your girlfriend to marry you, and she said no. That has got to be the toughest. Yeah, well, we've been together for over five years, mm. and we lived together during that entire time. She never paid me for rent once. Uh, never helped with the mortgage. And so, you know, getting married is the next logical step. Are you saying you feel like she owes you a yes? <laughs> well, I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but I'm just completely floored as to the fact that she didn't. I mean, given that, you know, we've just been so good together for five years and just living like a unit like we've already been married, you right, know? Right, right, right. So how are you doing now that it's over? Uh, well, I don't want it to be over. I, I want her back. Okay, oh, you don't want it. Oh, sorry, you want to get her back. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, oh yeah. Paul, call her, ask her to come back, and <laughs> like get <laughs> right. an explanation. What's our role? Well, when she said no, I kind of lost it. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I I was just so mad. Really, you were mad. Yeah, you know, I just couldn't see how you could live with a person for five years and not have to pay the rent. So I. In that moment, I just felt taken advantage of. So <laughs> no kidding. There's yeah, there's a lot of yelling, and then she left, and I don't even know where she is right now. But but I need her to come back. You'd rather have her and not get married than not have her at all. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we all say things that we don't mean during mm-hmm. arguments, especially my wife if she's listening. <laughs> um, all right so paul i tell you what we are going to uh, pause for a few moments we'll try to get laney on the phone and we will try to get your forgiveness and maybe get you guys back together best case scenario right that would be so great thank you so much it's hard to ask for forgiveness is it too late now to say sorry so tad drex and kara are here to help you do it forgive and forget is on b98.5 Paul was living with his girlfriend for five years, so when he asked her to marry her, he was sure that she was going to say yes. 
When she said no, he went nuts. There was a big fight. She left the house. She's not been returning his calls. He doesn't even know where she is, but we're going to find out now. We call her and see if we can get some forgiveness for you, Paul. Sit tight for a second. We're going to talk to Lainey for a minute. Hello? Hey, Lainey. Hi. Who is this? This is Tad Drexen Kara. We're calling from B98.5. And the reason we're calling is, is that we heard that you just went through a pretty bad breakup. Is that right? Okay, yes. Yeah. You were with this guy for a little while? Yeah, like five years. Why would you break up with him? I'm sorry. What is this about? Uh, this is about your boyfriend, now I guess ex-boyfriend Paul. I mean, I know who you're talking about. Right. I'm, I'm just wondering. Why did you guys break up? I love him. He's great. I know he would make a great husband. and Okay, yeah. okay um, but he proposed and you said no, Lainey. It's his name. His name? Yes, his name. It's lame. His name is lame? L-A-I-M-E, lame. His last name is lame. Is actually lame, L-A-I-M-E. It's spelled, it's pronounced lame. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, that is his name, Paul Lame. Okay. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Well, it's too late for that. Uh, Paul, take it easy here. Hang on a second. <laughs> Wait, Lainey, Paul? Paul asked our help to get you to forgive him because he did not take you saying no to his proposal very well. And this is a feature on our show called Forgive and Forget. I'm so sorry. A name, you guys, should not keep you apart. Like, can't you change the pronunciation to, like, LeMay or something? <laughs> Lainey LeMay, no better. <laughs> what if they? T- what if you guys both take your name, Lainey? Paul, would you be no. willing to do that? Uh, no, 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 absolutely not. No, nobody's on board for for taking Lainey's last what, name. What's your last name, Lainey? Papadopoulos. What? Paul Papadopoulos <laughs> or Lainey Lane? These are our only options. Yep. Yeah, maybe a, a hybrid? I don't know, because we can uh, make new, a new last lame. name. <laughs> Paul Lame, Papa Lame, <laughs> Lame Game. <laughs> guys, I don't know what you guys should do. Well, they sound so in love, though, Ted. I know, like they can't. you guys work together. You guys have been together for five years. You've been happy, and you can't let a name keep you from each other. Just get married and don't change your name. I haven't changed my name. It's not a big deal. I mean, I'm not exactly liking Papadopoulos. I was kind of waiting and hoping to change it. Oh. Like to get married to someone with a cool name, like you know? Smith or Brown. Or, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be options for you guys. I mean, if you want it enough, you can go to the courts. You can have your name changed to whatever the heck you want. But this feature on our show is called Forgive and Forget. Paul wanted your forgiveness for his little meltdown that he had when you said no to the proposal. Lainey Papadopoulos, do you forgive Paul Lame? I do. That's all you had to say. See how easy? But that's I all do. you had to do Did at the beginning of all this, just <laughs> say I do. I do. <laughs> Drex is a justice of the peace. Congratulations, you guys are married. <laughs> Celebrate good times. Come on. And you can DJ your wedding. This is unbelievable. We'll be looking for the uh, invitations in the mail. Oh, the newspaper, the lame Papadopoulos wedding. <laughs> All right, coming up tomorrow on Forgive and Forget, we're going to talk to Susan, who needs to ask forgiveness for a little road rage incident. It was bad. 
this woman chased me for a few blocks. I mean, I was scared. Yeah, and then it got even worse when she found out who the other lady was Uh-oh. in the other car. Forgive and forget tomorrow morning at 7. Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what happened? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. Good morning. It's 825. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Cloudy, cool today with a high near 50, 42 in Midtown. Falcons lost to the 49ers. Hawks and Cavs postponed. What's going on, Kara? Looks like Atlanta is about to get a bit brighter. Last week, in an effort to reduce crime throughout the city, they started work to install 10,000 new streetlights. Now, the city's teamed up with Georgia Power to deliver this installation project and hopefully have it finished by the end of next year. But they believe just the streetlights would be enough to help reduce crime by 20 percent. Wow. I think that's crazy. I think that's like unrealistic. (laughs) Expectation. Absolutely. And if it is true, why didn't we think of this ahead of time? Right. Like, like, oh, street. Why aren't we fully lit up all the time? Yeah, Bob, what's your suggestion? How about we put up streetlights? No. (laughs) Think of how long it takes to get a pothole filled. Exactly. Just change the light bulbs every once in a while. And they're going to put in 10,000? Okay, (laughs) we'll see how long this thing takes. Right now, we've got no less than 45 different TV shows and movies being filmed in in Georgia. One of those is Jessica Beale's new project called Candy. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Justin Timberlake is going to be around town shooting the new true crime series. It's based on a true story back from 1980 of a woman named Candy Montgomery who was an axe murderer. Hmm. And of course, she's going to be played by Jessica. So this will be really cool. Justin Timberlake was spotted in Atlanta just a week ago grubbing at the slutty vegan food truck. So I don't know if the whole family is here already or maybe they were just coming looking for like a place to stay, an Airbnb. But you never know. You may see them wandering around town. But Kara, you can go ahead and (laughs) watch your mouth. Okay. What? I don't hear, hear about this vegan restaurant. Oh, with this gosh. That's, the, that's <laughs> what it's called. <laughs> Anyways, you know you won't I be able know. to go anywhere this week without hearing a Christmas tune or two. There are some really good ones, but there are some pretty terrible ones, too. So Rolling Stone just put out their list of the 20 worst Christmas songs of all time. It's a mix of butcherings of beloved classics, horrific attempts at recreating a new standard, hideous novelty tunes, and more. All right, let's see if we can guess what is there a list that's number got, one. There's a number I've one. I've got the top three for you. Okay, I would in the so, top three. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. That song where the guy's putting up Christmas lights and the straight no chaser. Any of those in there? <laughs> no. None of them? None of those. Not in the top three anyway. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Nope. Is that in there? Not no? in there either. Number three. Great. Second line, mm-hmm. it raised money for Africa. Well, they think it's one of the top three oh, worst God. Christmas songs that of all time. That was number three? That was number three. Number two. That is Adam Levine and Maroon 5 okay. trying to do Happy Christmas. I'll agree number with that. Number two. Okay, and the number one worst Christmas song of all time. Kesha. <laughs> Jessica and Ashley Simpson doing the little drummer boy. Oh, I'm so glad we're through that phase of it. But they were singing out of the house. Everything was so breathy. It's yeah. going to be May. Oh. <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5.
We are sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Good morning, Scott in Gainesville. Kara, you need to leave the building. Kara's going to step outside the room. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions, then we'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. Answer more right than Kara. She'll have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I think I am. Question one, name the Jolene country music star who broke three Guinness Book of World Records over the weekend. Number two, a brand new two-story Toys R Us opened in New Jersey over the weekend. What uh, kind of animal is their mascot, Jeffrey? The giraffe. Number three, Falcons lost to the 49ers yesterday, only putting up 13 points. How many points is a field goal worth? Three points. Number four, the much-anticipated 1883 TV series debuted to great ratings over the weekend. That show is a prequel to what current hit TV series? Yellowstone. Number five, Camilla Cabello says she does her best songwriting in the bathroom. Before going solo, what all-girl group did Camilla belong to? I think it was the Spice Girls. All right, let's bring Kara back in. You almost ran the table, baby. Almost. Just just slipping up on number five there, which was to be expected. But, yeah, the first four were all Scots this morning, Kara, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Same questions, Kara. Number one, name the Jolene music star who broke three Guinness Book of World Records over the weekend. Dolly Parton. Yeah, she had a number one song in the last seven decades on the top charts. Wow. All right, one to nothing. That's what Scott said. Question two, a brand-new two-story Toys R Us opened in New Jersey over the weekend. What kind of animal is there, Mascot Jeffrey. Jeffrey's a giraffe. That's what Scott said, two to two. Number three, Falcons lost to the Niners yesterday, only putting up 13 points. How many points is a field goal worth? Three points? That's what Scott said. It's three to three now. (laughs) Number four, the much-anticipated 1883 TV series debuted to great ratings over the weekend. That shows a prequel to what current hit series? Ooh, Yellowstone. Yes, that's what Scott said. Nodded up at four. Number five, Camila Cabello says she sometimes writes songs in the bathroom. What girl group was she a part of? Fifth Harmony. Yeah, Scott said Spice Girls. I don't know if Camilla was alive when the Spice Girls came out. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, but it doesn't matter. Final <laughs> score this morning at five to four. Scott in Gainesville, are you smarter than Kara? Unfortunately, she didn't get run over by a reindeer. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was Dominic the Donkey. Oh, Dominic the You donkey. forgot that one, Tad. Oh, uh, loves uh, that uh. one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carrie, your new record, 1,179 wins and 38 losses. Ooh, sorry, Scott. Um, no uh, cash. Okay. You do get the tickets to go see Colby Calais, Coco Live, 15th anniversary tour, Buckhead Theater, February 24th. Tickets on sale now, LiveNation.com. All right. Hey, chingity ching. It's Dominic the donkey. Chingity ching. Christmas donkey. You're so good at that. To answer your question, Wannabe by the Spice Girls was released in 1996. Camila Cabello was born. Born in 1997. (laughs) She was not born when the Spice Girls (laughs) came out. We'll play again in an hour. We do it every weekday on B98.5. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.